Hello, everyone, and welcome to Arthritis at Home. Today, I'm joined by Alan Wang, who is ACE's programs coordinator, and we're going to talk about ACE's next national survey on mental health and arthritis. Alan, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. So what we want to do today is preview for you, our audience and, and listeners, um, a little bit of background uh, for this national survey, and then look at the survey in, in a little detail and hopefully um, encourage and get you interested in participating in our survey. This is our second national survey of the year on another hot topic, and that is mental health and arthritis. Um, I think our audience should be aware, if they aren't already, that people with arthritis are more at risk for developing mental health issues because of this complex relationship between anxiety and depression, fatigue, even brain fog with chronic arthritis pain. And this relationship can have really deep, profound, and negative impacts on patients. In fact, Arthritis Research Canada reports up to 70% of patients with rheumatoid arthritis experience anxiety, and up to 38% of those patients experience depression, while 40% of lupus patients experience anxiety and 30% experience depression. Um, RAs members and subscribers and Arthritis at Home audience members have described it to, to us at ACE like it's living in a vicious circle of pain and poor health and negative mood, which can obviously significantly affect the management of their arthritis. And maybe to start off, Ellen, maybe you can highlight for us, um, what exactly do they mean about, uh, by this vicious circle uh, that they are living with uh, on a daily basis? Absolutely, Kelly. So some ACE members have previously described this vicious cycle as, you know, the fact that we know that pain heightens our anxiety and depression. And when anxiety and depression are heightened, it makes it more difficult to self-manage, to cope with different symptoms, whether it's pain, stress, fatigue. And then this then limits our functional abilities. So how we engage with others, how we're able to go about doing chores, doing our work in our daily life. It makes us less likely to adhere to treatment. So for example, if part of our treatment is to be physically active, to be in pain, and also then to have heightened anxiety makes that really difficult. And we also know that there's an increased odds um, of developing other health issues when you have pain and you are, for example, have anxiety, there are other things that kind of come along um, that you're more prone to, you can say. It's not just people living with inflammatory arthritis. It can affect people with osteoarthritis as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. Both osteoarthritis and inflammatory arthritis. Um, I think another thing, Ellen, that we want to share from the research is that those living with arthritis and depression have been shown to experience more work-related challenges um, and lower productivity. 
And obviously uh, that's something that um, can have a very serious impact um, if people aren't able to go to work, if they are at work, but they're not really able to put in 100% of effort. Um, it's affecting them at their work and it's affecting them, I think, socially and with their families and with their partners as well. Um, so it really is uh, something that is a this circle or this cycle that affects them at every part of their lives. What we've also learned is that depression, anxiety, and arthritis patients is often under not under diagnosed, and that many of those affected don't receive uh, mental health treatment, and that could potentially um, affect their arthritis-related symptoms as well. Um, what are some of the signs of depression that? patients have shared with us or that patients should be looking out for, Ellen? Yeah, Kelly, you bring up a great point, the different ways in different areas of our lives that it can manifest. And as I kind of describe some of these signs and symptoms, I do want, you know, um, the listeners to, to kind of understand how they manifest. So if we have our optimal um, health and it's kind of kind of in the middle, we'll say it's in the middle, if it's too far to one side or too far to the other then we know that kind of gives us a hint. So for example, eating too much or eating more, having an increased appetite or having less of an appetite. So eating less, right? Both of those are signs of depression. Sleeping more or not getting enough sleep, sign of depression. Having very little energy, what, what we know as fatigue, right? It's not something you can get up, go for a walk and shake off. It's that sense that hangs over you all day causes, for example, another um, sign would be if you ever report brain fog or experience brain fog, have a difficult time making decisions, um, feeling lonely or isolated, very common during the pandemic, um, being frustrated that your body can no longer, you know, do what um, you remember doing, right? So not being able to meet those, those previously set expectations. Um, it's also really difficult to ask for help. I'm, I'm, I'm on that boat. Um, feeling as though you're a burden, um, thinking or having a negative outlook and feeling overwhelmed by tasks and responsibilities because you do have so much going on, right? Because you have to manage these symptoms, these, what you're feeling, anxieties, I mean, perhaps you don't have the tools, the resources, um, and you don't truly understand what your, your um, physical, emotional, psychological self is experiencing. So those are just a few, um, not, not comprehensive at all, some common ones. Because it's a reality for so many people living with arthritis and because so many, as we've said, of our members have talked to us about it. Um, we've, we've written uh, Joint Health Insights on this subject. There'll be a link to, um, to that at the end of this, uh, of this episode. Um, but we also thought, you know, it was time maybe for us to go direct to Canadians living with arthritis and to understand um, the steps and the actions they may be taking to take care of their mental health um, and to identify what specific challenges 
they may face when trying to access timely professional care. Um, we also wanted to understand how patient organizations like ACE, uh, healthcare providers, our healthcare team members, and the healthcare system in general could do a better job supporting people living with arthritis um, with their mental health and overall well-being. So that was sort of the, the big goal, the big objective for the survey. Um, Ellen, I'm going to ask you maybe just to walk us through um, those key areas of the, uh, of the survey and the questions that we're going to be asking. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, so the survey is made up of three main sections, you can say. And the first one, um, we've titled it about you. And we're simply trying to understand some of the experiences of people living with arthritis. And as Kelly mentioned, what strategies they use, what are some of the challenges they experience, etc. Um, the second section is mental health and arthritis experience. So what we're trying to capture here is to really understand what individuals living with arthritis know about mental health and that connection between mental health and arthritis and how it affects, like you said, the different domains in one's life, their quality of life. And then the last section is accessing support and care for mental health. So this is you know, specific questions to ask about your experiences, finding information, accessing tools, resources, services, programs about mental health um, so that you know, we can actually gather that information and look for ways to fill the gap in the future. So we're encouraging all of our viewers and all of our listeners, members and subscribers to participate, thanking them as well for their participation if they've um, completed any of our other surveys. It's powered by you, uh, our audience, and we've been really happy with the amount of response that we've received for our previous surveys. We think because this, again, is such a hot topic uh, for people living with arthritis that a lot of Canadians are, are going to take the time uh, to fill out the survey. Um, in terms of the, the mechanics, um, how do people get involved? Absolutely. Um, so if you'd like to get involved, the survey is open to individuals living with any type of arthritis, and it takes approximately 10 minutes to complete. No, so not super long, not taxing. Um, and, you know, you'll be happy to know that your identity is protected. All of the responses are anonymous and all of the responses are actually saved on an accredited data center. So not something easily accessible. Um, we do encourage everyone to, as, as Kelly has asked, um, to share the responses because they are incredibly important, will help inform our work. And as I've said previously, you know, based on these responses, we want to gather information so that we know exactly what our next steps will be in terms of building those resources to help individuals with arthritis better understand this, you know, this connection between our physical body and our mental or our psychological body um, and how those interact and, you know, provide support and maybe even use this information to actually inform other healthcare providers and other, other individuals who could use this information to take action. So we, we really would love 
um, love if you could participate. If you're a subscriber, look for the invitation in your email uh, box. And if you aren't, please go to our website and you'll be able to get information on how to register for the survey there. We look forward to seeing the responses and then to sharing them with you and the public uh, sometime in, in the early summer. And again, a really, really important topic that ACE um, uh, spends a lot of time focusing on and trying to help people with. So this information will be absolutely critical for us to continue to do our job with education and, and advocacy. So thanks again for viewing. Ellen, thanks so much for walking us through the survey. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me in. Yeah, thank you to everyone who's listening right now. And we look forward to seeing you again on the next episode of Arthritis at Home. Bye for now. Bye.